Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. Yeah, good evening. Uh, not good. 5-1 the final. Royals lose. There will be no back-to-back victories. We're not going to be able to wonder if this team's going to be able to put together its first winning streak of the season. No, it ends tonight. 5-1, the loss. Are they going to make it through this season without winning three in a row? Is that really going to happen? Man, I remember being on the floor last season just in utter disbelief at that team's inability to overcome a three-run deficit and win a game, right? That was the statistic that I ruined a lot of these post-game shows by bludgeoning over your head. I, I just couldn't believe that in a big league baseball game, that a professional baseball team, when they fall behind by three runs, it's over. But that's what it was last year for the Royals. Now, they eventually did overcome a three-run deficit and win the game. That, that did happen in the final month of the season. We have 59 games remaining. Are they really going to go through this entire season without winning three in a row? Oh, my gosh. Um, phone lines are open for you. 913 586 Hard to find something good to say about this one. And I mean that. It's it's hard to find something good to say about the game, about an individual performance. You know, I'm I've, I've said it quite, the, the the plot is normally pretty predictable when it comes to the Royals in 2023. If you miss the game, I can normally summarize it by saying Royals did some things well. They did more things poorly, and the bullpen gave up a few runs. That doesn't apply here because I I don't know what they did well tonight. I I, I really don't. I'm not trying to be, well, you guys know I'm not. I never try to be super negative. Baseball in and of itself is negative. This season, now 45 games below 500, this season's, uh, you know, drowning in negativity. I'm not trying to add to it. I, I just don't know what to celebrate tonight. 
Now, the one guy that had multiple hits, Nicky Lopez, I I think he's got to be on second base in that eighth inning, and if he's on second base, he avoids the double play. Man, it was just just not very good tonight uh, in, in, in every single facet. Again, the phone number, 913-586-7610. Defensively, the Royals gifted... Cleveland a run as Drew Waters plays a base hit into a triple to lead off the sixth inning. And then the Royals refuse to take two runs. That's Terry Francona and Aaron Savali were trying to give. The Royals said, no, no, we don't want them. Savali comes back out in the eighth inning, gives up back-to-back hits. Drew Waters a leadoff single to center. And then Nicky Lopez, a high fly ball into right field in that sort of no man's land behind the first baseman. It's high in the air. Yeah, off the bat, I thought it was going to be caught. And Drew Waters, who was on first base, needs to be careful. Can't just take off and expect to score. I'm fine with him. He made it to third base. But but I don't know what what else does Nicky have to do but bust it out and end up on second base. He doesn't. He ends up on first. First to third. First and third, nobody out. Michael Garcia, who went 0 for 4 tonight, uh, dribbles a 2-2 offering from Savale right back to the mound. Savale uh, looks Waters back to third base and then starts a 1-4-3 double play. The next pitch, Bobby Witt Jr. grounds out. And what should have been at least a 5-3 game after 8 remains 5-1. That's your final score, Royals lose, even up this series in Cleveland. To me, there were two things that went wrong in that eighth inning. I don't know how interested you are in dissecting them. Lopez needs to be on second base, and Waters, if he's going to look you back, keep his attention a little bit longer. I I don't know. I I, I never claim to be a, a baseball expert. I'm a bozo on the radio that loves baseball, but... Every time you act as if you got this game figured out and you know what's supposed to happen and what the best coaches are always teaching, uh, whenever you say something confidently, you, you normally end up regretting it. Uh, but to me, with runners on the corners and nobody out, when that ball is hit back to Savali and he's looking back through waters, I'm not as willing to concede as it appeared Drew Waters was. I know you don't want to get picked off, but he wasn't that far off a third base. If the pitcher's looking at you, freeze. Dance with them for, I, I don't know. Maybe that's incorrect. But I, I just don't understand how a double play is executed and you don't end up getting that run. I don't know why a double play was ever executed because I don't know why Nicky Lopez remained on first base. Just a bad game. Bad game in a season that's been loaded with them. Haven't even gotten to the Daniel Lynch news. If, if you haven't heard about Daniel Lynch, who knows if and when he's going to return this season. Uh, 913-586-7610, that's the phone number. Again, 913-586-7610. And when we start this Daniel Lynch discussion, which we can get to coming up in a moment, But when we get to this Daniel Lynch conversation, I got to bring back a convo that you and I had back in May. And it's not an uplifting convo. More on that coming up. We got to hear from John Sherman. Um, 
I thought Fesco and Kling did a terrific job with their conversation earlier this morning on on here, right here, 610 Sports Radio. About a 25-minute conversation with the Royals' owner and CEO. A few things stood out to me, but I, I really want to get your thoughts on what he had to say about uh, not not the stadium. You, you know, I, 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 I mean, I care about the stadium and all that, yeah. Uh, but I don't care to discuss the stadium. It's just wasted breath. It's happening. Um, no, I, I want to talk about what he said as it pertains to the team. If you, if you missed what John Sherman said earlier today, uh, he's on with Fesco in the morning, and they asked the question that many people want to know. Uh, if, and you know when you, if and when you get this new ballpark, how is that going to affect salary can we expect to see payroll uh, make a hike after we get this new stadium Uh, how much new salary free agency how much can this stadium help improve the ball club uh, monetarily you know as it relates to payroll um, I've been talking to JJ a lot about this as we kind of go through the season we're in you know we just came through the draft uh, we got the trade deadline coming up, but we're already talking about this off season. And so I'd, we're certainly not going to wait till uh, uh, we have a new stadium in place before we make sure we add some of the pieces that we need, you know, that we're, that we're currently uh, finding out as we kind of work through this season of evaluation. So what, what I, I don't want to jump ahead you know, to the off season, but you got, you kind of brought it up. So what is your plan going into this off season from a, I don't want free agency standpoint, trade standpoint, like yeah. to, to make the club better, you know? Yeah, we're going to try to make the club better. And I, without, uh, last time I was on, I think you asked me if we'd be in the Otani sweepstakes. Yeah. So I'm not, uh, not sure about that, but we, we, um, we're going to try to make our club better, and I'm I'm really looking for JJ's lead here, right? What are we? Where, where are we today? What do we got coming up? And then, you know, what are the pieces of the puzzle that we can add? Obviously, it's always about pitching, but you know, it's not only pitching. Uh, we got some young guys developing, but we got to think about where they are, and then how we make. You know, I you know, we talked about urgency on the project. I also have that same sense of urgency about getting uh, getting this team back to where I think it belongs. What, what When this season ends, what is your message to J.J. and everybody, you know, on, on the baseball side about fixing what went on this year? Well, we're, you know, that's a, I probably, probably don't wait till the end. Uh, it, you know, that's something we're having lots of conversations about. And that's something that, you know, J.J. is, uh, he is all over this and, you know, we made a lot of changes uh, over the last year. Some of the benefits of those things take a little while uh, to see through to fruition, but we're not, you know, we're going to continue to uh, evaluate people, processes and systems and making sure we're uh, doing things the right way. But, but, you know, we're going to do what's necessary to make sure that the Royals return, at least in my mind, to the rightful place, uh, in baseball, and that's some—that's a team that has a shot to to be in that postseason tournament every year. Royals owner and CEO John Sherman earlier today with Fesco in the morning. You can find that entire conversation on the Odyssey app, uh, or wherever you get your podcast. Just search Fesco in the morning. Uh, so your thoughts on that as well? Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Royals lose five to one on pace for 116 losses this season. Not much good to say. Really, 
Uh, only bad to discuss as far as this game is concerned. Uh, not much positive to say about this organization right now as we look to the future. Yeah, you can find some silver linings uh, here and there. Um, but we, we got to have this conversation about Daniel Lynch. I, I hate to have it, um, but I got to bring back a topic that we had on this show back in May. Uh, but first, I want to hear from you. 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. We get to your phone calls after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals Baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. One ball, two strikes, the pitch. Curveball slack through the left side of base into the left field. Massey's in to score standing. Nicky Lopez drives in the Royals' first run, and the game is tied at one in the top of the fifth. Yeah, you know what I'm going to say. It was a short-lived tie ball game. Well, you may not have known I was going to say that. Had the Royals taken a lead there, yeah. Uh, Nicky Lopez, two-out RBI single in the fifth inning, ties the game up at one. Cleveland took the lead on a two-out solo blast from Bo Naylor as Zach Greinke threw him a BP fastball. So that gave Cleveland a 1-0 lead in the third. Nicky ties it up there in the fifth. Greinke gives it right back in the bottom half of the fifth inning, including another home run to Bo Naylor. Not a BP fastball. Well, 90 miles per hour up in the zone. It's pretty close to a BP fastball, but it was at least on the outside part of the plate. Bo Naylor 
has four career home runs. Three of them have come against the Kansas City Royals. They lose tonight 5-1, the final score. The finale, the rubber game, comes your way tomorrow afternoon, 12-10 first pitch. Alec Marsh and Gavin Williams, a pair of rookie righties, squaring off. Let's go to Raj in the Ozarks. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Raj, how are you? Hey, Vern, I think we're going to make it, though. I think we're going to make it through this season. I've kind of come to that conclusion now. Everything great. Do they have the pitching? down here. Do they have the pitching to get through this season? I don't. I don't. I didn't even think about the three-game winning streak till you said that. Oh, man. I don't know what the odds-on fan duel like you do in your pregame are, but they might ought to put that on there. Yeah. But hey, Not the reason good. I called you, I've been reading. I don't know if, if you've been reading a lot of the trade stuff coming out. There's a lot of great articles out there right now. I'm a little miffed at Jeff Passan of ESPN. I thought he took a cheap shot in yesterday's article at Scott Barlow, and I'll just I'll just give you a, a line out of it. It said, Scott Barlow's stock has plummeted. He's lost three miles per hour on his fastball and now has to rely on his slider instead of his heater. I, I think that was a cheap shot, and I don't know if the Kansas City star still owes him money and he's mad or or what, but uh, Jeff, he hasn't been throwing I, his I fastball as much, Raj. He has he has been shying away from that fastball for about a month and a half. There, there was also a great article yesterday, Vern, from Fanside, who's really putting some good content out. And in the same day, same subject, they said Barlow is one of the premier top five relievers on the market in a seller's market this year. And they had him, uh, I guess he originally signed with the Dodgers, or the Dodgers signed him originally? Correct. And Correct. They, had yep. the Dodgers, they had the Dodgers, the Reds, and the Brewers pretty interested in him. So that was kind of good news. Um, the other thing that made me kind of happy, to tell you the truth, one, one of my favorite Royals pitchers ever, because he always wore his emotions on his sleeve, Danny Duffy, mm-hmm. has had about, and that Chris Young, that, you, that pitch for the Royals. Sure. Yeah, the GM of the Rangers. The GM of the Rangers. Man, that guy, you know, I read about that guy. Princeton grad, the guy's like a genius. But he's got Danny Duffy. I think they've, they've run him three times so far, and it sounds like he could be like we used Carlos Hernandez, a one-inning, seventh or eighth-inning pitcher in the Rangers' bullpen during the playoffs. Now, I will be cheering for him when that happens, and I'm very excited about that. He's done real well so far, and if things stay on track, they said that's probably going to happen. So, anyways, I just wanted to leave you with that and see if you've been watching the trade news, and I'm kind of excited about it. Got a few more days, and I'll well, leave you that, with that, Vern. No doubt. Rog, appreciate it. I, I love the um, excitement. Not very often someone calls the show with excitement, uh, especially after a loss. So I appreciate that. Um I'd trust Jeff Passan over just about anyone. You're right about fan-sided. They are doing a lot of great work, a lot of great people, uh, employed by fan-sided, so I got nothing negative to say about their reporting. But Jeff Passan is as dialed in as anyone in the world when it comes to Major League Baseball. If he says Scott Barlow's stock is plummeting, believe him. As far as Danny Duffy is concerned, no, I I actually wasn't aware that Duffy's made 12 appearances this season for the AAA affiliate of the Texas Rangers. 17 strikeouts in 16 innings. 
too many base runners. But still, the punch outs are there. That's all that matters. That's all anyone's looking for anymore. Yeah, 17 strikeouts, 14 walks. That's not what you want, but just glad, like, like you're saying, just glad to see Danny Duffy on the hill. And it would be interesting to see him in a big spot for the, uh, the Rangers in a postseason run. Because if you go back and remember Duffy's time with the Royals, he, he, he didn't really pitch in very many pressurized spots. Right, Danny's big season was 2016. They were in it. Uh, Danny's best stretch, I always thought, came in 2014, the summer of 2014. We were like, oh, my God, this guy might be one of the five best lefties in the game. But in that postseason run of 2014, his back was bothering him, or else many people think they would have won the World Series. Uh, 2015, he, he, he wasn't a high leverage guy. Honestly, some of the biggest moments, or in my opinion, the biggest moment of Duffy's career was the World Baseball Classic. He pitched big innings for that gold medal team, and I believe it was 2016. So yeah, to watch Duff get a chance in the postseason, that'd be real nice. Speaking of Danny Duffy, he was in a tie with Zach Greinke, but he's in a tie no more. Now, I mentioned those Bo Naylor home runs. Those were career home runs number 147 and 148 allowed by Zach Greinke. Breaking a tie with Danny Duffy, Zach Greinke now all alone in fifth place in franchise history, surrendering 148 home runs. He's seven back of Mark Gubaza for fourth most in Royals history. All right, my game notes following this 5-1 loss uh, took a while. Because I don't want my game notes to be, uh, you know, how, how bad Zach Greinke is on the road. I, I don't want to do that. Um, so th- these stats are a reach. But like I said, man, it, it's, it's hard to find anything good to say about this game, this 5-1 loss. So my, my two somewhat positive statistics, my game notes after this. Again, presented by Jay Southland Toe Service. Jonathan Heasley tonight, a scoreless seventh inning. It was his seventh appearance since returning to the big leagues. He's gone seven innings, allowing one run, holding opponents to a buck 67. A batting average of a buck 67. That's good. Nice job, Heasley. Drew Waters, he went one for two with a walk. Yeah, I, I thought uh, could have made a, I, I don't know how to describe, not a, not a more aggressive decision there in the eighth inning. But that's where you would like the baseball instincts to kick in. I, look, he, he's 24. He, he's yet to play a full big league season. Uh, maybe I'm expecting, yeah, uh, may, maybe my expectation of Drew Waters there, first and third, a ground ball back to the pitcher. Maybe my desire to see him dance with the pitcher a little bit more or either maintain that pitcher's attention a little bit longer so the double play can't be turned. Maybe my desire to see that from Drew Waters is um, unfair. Maybe that desire is is only rewarded when it's someone with real experience, a guy that's been around the big leagues for more than a year. Maybe. But Waters, in his last 30 games, a respectable OPS of 739. Those are my game notes.
That's what I have for you tonight. Let's go to the J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. Joey in Grain Valley, appreciate you listening. From the 785, Vern, I'm beginning to think that there is a good reason Matt Quatrero took so long to get hired by a major league ball club. Vern, he is absolutely tone deaf over and over and over when to get rid of Granke in the fifth inning. It's almost like he couldn't care less who wins. Well, he does care who wins. He's absolutely tone deaf over and over on when to get rid of Granke early in the fifth inning. Uh, I don't know exactly what that means. Are you... Um, because after the game, we can hear from him. Um, here's Matt Quatrero talking about Zach Greinke there in the fifth inning. Um, for, for those that missed the game, uh, boy, I love those of you that. Well, I, w- I wish you would listen to the game and watch the game and support the team, blah, blah, blah. But if you miss the game and still listen to my podcast, listen to my postgame show, boy, that means a lot to me. Uh, you know, Download, subscribe, do all of that. Really good. Really appreciate it. But in that fifth inning, Royals just took the lead. Right? Nicky Lopez, two-out single to the opposite field. The curveball up in the zone. He shoots it the other way. Great job, Nicky Lopez. 1-1, one, one, bottom five. Zach Greinke's at 44 pitches. Zach Greinke was cruising. He gave up one hit through four innings. It was a home run to Bo Naylor. Again, a BP fastball center cut. Then he sits down the next four that he faces. Of course, you're going to put him back out there for the fifth. He retires the first guy that he faces. Uh, Josh Bell doubles to center deep off the wall in center field. Okay, um, I still don't know if I'm getting somebody up. I, I, I want Granke to at least face the lineup twice. If I, As I'm managing along with the game, I'm letting them finish this. Maybe you call down, guys start getting loose. I don't know if I got anybody up throwing yet. So Bell's on second base, and then Will Brennan hits a single to center that was beautifully read by Josh Bell. Great base running, great baseball instincts. He scores from second on a shallow bloop to center. Still don't know if I'm concerned about Granke. Sure, the the lead is gone, or the the tie game is gone. Royals now trail 2-1. Okay, yeah, sure, okay, now you get someone up and you say, okay, we're not going to let him face Bo Naylor again. He gave up a home run to the nine-hitter. Do we want him to face him again? No, okay, okay. I'm not saying I was saying that. As I'm managing along with the game, I'm letting him finish this fifth inning. At least as far, right after that Will Brennan single to give him a 2-1 lead, I'm still sticking with Granky. At this point, he's at... 61 pitches, a fielder's choice ground out that's almost a double play. He should have been out of the inning there, wasn't. And then, yeah, and then he gives up a two-run home run to Bo Naylor and a, and a, and a 1-1 game turns into a 4-1 Cleveland lead. Is that Matt Quatrero's fault because his future Hall of Fame starting pitcher can't get through a lineup twice? Maybe he should have known that and, and, and handed the ball off to his bullpen. Now, you got to miss me with blaming Matt Quatrero about this one tonight. At least as far as bullpen management or, or, or how he and when he 
pulls his starting pitcher and calls to that bullpen. Who, who are you anxious to see? Uh, get Granky out there because I want to watch. Scott Barlow's not coming in there. You're not going to bring Carlos Hernandez in in the fifth inning with your team down by one. <laughs> Look, I'm not keen on watching Zach Granke every fifth day. Love him. Can't wait till he's inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's been an honor to watch his entire career. I'm, I'm fine if the Royals, I don't think they're going to trade him, but I'd be fine if they did. See ya. So, look, I'm not some Granky fanboy. I'm, I'm fine if they got rid of him. If he just retired after this game, it'd be fine with me. But I don't know if you got a better option in the bullpen. Not in that spot in the fifth. Here's what Matt Quatrero said about, because um, he acknowledged, yeah, I, I shouldn't have let him face Bo Naylor a second time in the fifth inning, even though, again, at that point, he's at uh, 64 pitches. Matt Quatrero said, yeah, should have pulled him there at 64 pitches. It was very low, but, you know, he's coming back from injury, and, you know, it's an, it's an easy second guess, but, yeah, I mean, certainly, certainly something to consider. Okay, that doesn't sound to me like a guy that doesn't care. Sounds like a guy to me that's saying, I lost the game. He's taking the blame there for letting him face Bo Naylor. I'm just letting you know that as I'm managing along with the game, I, I just can't think of who I want out of that bullpen. Now, admittedly, I'm not diving into the numbers. I'm not looking at splits and, oh, what's Bo Naylor done in the past against... Taylor Clark. I, I don't know. I mean, the, the, those numbers are around. I, I, I should maybe know them, but I, I don't care. All I know is I don't trust anyone in that Royals bullpen. I trust Scott Barlow. I kind of trust Carlos Hernandez, and that's it. So it's going to be very infrequent that you find me banging my hand on the table saying, get the starter out there, go to the bullpen and bring in this dude. I, I don't know who that dude is right now. Text line's always available for you, 913-586-7610. The Jay Southland Toe Service text line, 913-586-7610. Rally Mantis writing in, hoping for a series win tomorrow. Dan and KCK acknowledges the mistakes made by Zach Granke, hoping for the best with Alec Marsh tomorrow. Yeah, two rookies on the bump. And from the 913, Vern, stop complaining. You were okay with one win a week. You said you were okay with a win once a week. I think you're joking around. You know, what I said yesterday was the Royals need to win three times every two weeks if they win three times every two weeks they will avoid baseball history they will not go down with the worst record in major league baseball history they won't match the worst record in major league baseball history three wins every two weeks they got one win yesterday they need two more before the end of next week that's what i said that's what i need to happen because I watched way too much of the 2003 Detroit Tigers. 
They lost 119. They have the record for most losses in American League history. I don't need to do that again. Did that once in my life. Don't need to do it again. They lost 119. This Royals team's on pace to lose 116. Let's stay right there. It's a good number. 116. I'll take it. Royals lose 5-1. to one. We get back to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals Baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Got a cheering competition. The pitch. Jimenez taps it over. Wickren's head on the mound. Shallow infield grass. Witt charges. Fields throws to first on the run in time to get Jimenez. A great play by Bobby Witt Jr. charging in. And the cheering competition led by one of the hot dog mascots in the left field bleachers quiets down. Whitgren retires the Guardians in order. That's what kind of game it was, my friends. Royals lose 5-1, to one, but the kids were having a good time, so we're having a good time. And Nick Whitgren retires the side on eight pitches in the eighth inning. Royals go down on 13 pitches in the ninth. 5-1 the final score. Royals fall back to their low water mark of the season. 45 games below 500. Zach Greinke takes the loss. He's 1-11 this season. His 87th loss as a Royal. He's five back of Kevin Apier for fourth most in Royals franchise history. Let's go to the text line, the J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. From the 918, Vern, you are a Q homer and the president of his fan club, I swear to God. Vern, he's terrible. Okay. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that. No examples, no um, ways in which you think a better manager would do Something differently, uh, no example of what a better manager and his impact, what it would mean for this team. 29-74, and 74. put Bruce Bochy on the bench with this same talent. I'll say the Royals have two, four more wins. And I think that's being generous. So 33 and 70. Look, I'm not saying that he's a great manager. I have no idea what type of manager he is. How could you? 
Now, I, I, there are issues that I have with his managerial style through 103 games. But I don't know how much to make of it. Because I look at his lineup, I look at his pitching staff, I look at his defense, and even if he ruled with an iron fist, man, I watched Mike Matheny for the past few seasons work tirelessly to build a culture, and this is how we play, and this is Royals baseball, and I demand this and that, and it doesn't matter if you don't have talent. So, sure, my prototypical manager is more... Uh, you know, it's more like Mike Matheny, to be quite honest, as far as the ever-intense will get in your tail if you, know, you, you, you talk back, you don't hustle. But I'm old school. I'm, uh, I, I don't have a lot in common with, not obviously with big league ball players, but I, I just mean this generation. I don't think that style works as well with, this generation, especially what this team is doing with this many guys from that generation. Now, th- this isn't the Texas Rangers with Bruce Bochy where it's, uh, we all know what time it is in this clubhouse. This team was put together to win and win this year. So you know what? Let's shut up and follow the three-time World Series champion. This Royals team wasn't put together to win this year. Matt Quattrero learning on the job. We'll, we'll see. Well, it's, I'm certainly not the president of his fan club. I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm not a. I'm not anti Matt Quattrero. I'm. I'm. Let's see him manage games that everyone within the organization is prioritizing winning that game. I don't know if he's ever managed a game where the number one focus, the number one edict, win the game. I don't think that's been priority number one since day number one for Matt Quattrero. So how am I going to judge a guy on wins and losses? I can't do it. But if if that makes me a homer, fine. I'll, I'll be the homer for you. John in Mission writes in, Vern, I know that getting pissed and throwing stuff around or getting kicked out of a game isn't really Matt Quattrero's way, but it might do something to light a fire under this team. What do I know, Vern? I'm just part of the peanut gallery, signed John in Mission. Yeah, listen, I, I understand. I understand. The, the, the thing I'll say I appreciate about Matt Quattrero is, and I know they've only won 29 times, but when they were playing good against the Dodgers, when they played well against the Rays, his attitude after those big wins was the same as his attitude after the crushing defeats. But the issue with this team, and, and I hate to bring this back up, but as I discussed on the On Deck show earlier today, Last night's win was fantastic. Just a terrific, no questions, we won this game, we took it. We came into Cleveland, we were the better team, we capitalized, we took advantage of your mistakes, we executed, we were the better baseball team. And I brought up that, well, they were the better team because their veterans performed. 
That game last night was Yarbrough and Barlow, Olivares and Salvi. Sure, Bobby and Michael were big too, but Bobby and Michael are your two best players. So in this evaluation season, you get a win last night because your two best players and four veterans play well. So I wanted to see him do it again because tonight it's not a bunch of veterans. Well, it's still a veteran on the hill. But Massey was back in there. Waters was back in there. Prada was back in there. If you were going to win, if you were going to prove that last night was not a fluke, it was going to be on the backs of the kids, of the unproven position players that are at the center of this evaluation season. Massey, Prado, and Waters combined to go two for nine. They, they score a run. They steal a base. Waters had, a again, a questionable base running decision there. This season's all about consistency. Matt Quatrero is trying, it seems to me, is trying to teach his team the importance of remaining consistent. Because what has ailed this team is Massey's good for two days and then he struggles for a week. A guy gets down on himself for an extended period of time, has a good game, and maybe changes his approach, thinks that he's fixed. No, you got to do it every single day. You got to be consistent. Now, it's a message that, you know, Mike Matheny always talked about being level. Ned Yost talked about being the same person every single day. Every baseball man and woman is, is preaching some fashion of the, the, the same spiel. And this is who Matt Quatrero is. If he starts ranting and raving, I think right now guys would see through it. I don't think it would light a fire because I don't know if the talent is even there, right? Don't, don't we have to come back to this? It's an evaluation season, and they're 45 games below 500, 103 games into the year. Already 45 below. I mean, that that's... That's quicker than a lot of bad Royals teams in the past. That's, I mean, that's quicker than, you know, 2018. That's quicker than 2019. That's quicker than 04. It's quicker than 05. In this evaluation season, they're showing us who they are, who has talent. And right now, it's coming back that you don't have all that much high-end talent. You have players with talent, but they're not able to showcase it on a consistent enough basis. And if you're not able to do it on a consistent basis, you're never going to win. You're not going to stay in the big leagues. So of the 26 guys on this roster right now, less than half of them, I think, will have long big league careers. So, so, So how can I evaluate the manager that's playing with a bunch of guys that are going to be out of the game in a short while. And how often does he yell? I mean, if he screams and gets thrown out of the game and then they lose again tomorrow, you, you just keep going back to that well because eventually you just, you lose respect of the clubhouse. They think you're a joke. They see through that BS. It's been my experience at least. 
From the 816, Vern, do you think Zach Greinke will play again next year for the Royals? And what do you think of him being the closer after Barlow was traded? No, I don't think Greinke will play again next year. And uh, no, I don't like the idea of him as a closer. And I don't think Scott Barlow is really going to, I mean, he should get traded, but I think you're going to be very disappointed with the return if indeed he does get traded. From the 913, Vern, who are your top three trade candidates? Did you see anything tonight that might have added somebody's value? Uh, no, no, no. Olivares went 0 for 3. Nicky Lopez, yeah, two hits, but should have been on second base. Um, to answer your question, my top three trade candidates right now, I, I can go back and forth. Ryan Yarbrough, Scott Barlow. It's one of those two is, is number one. You know, Scott Barlow has the strikeouts. So, you know, that, that advantage Barlow. Scott Barlow also has 55 saves in his career. Ryan Yarbrough's never saved a game. Advantage Barlow. You know, Barlow's got the bigger stuff. That's what plays, again, the strikeouts. Advantage Barlow. But, look, they're both under contract next season. Barlow's going to make a lot more money than Ryan Yarbrough, so maybe advantage Yarbs. Yarbs is coming from the left side. Yarbs, in his last six starts, has got an ERA under three and a half. He's going five innings every time he takes the ball. Yarbs has pitched in every level of the postseason, including three World Series games. Barlow's never pitched in a meaningful game, period. So that's up to you. I don't know whoever you value most. If I'm a general manager... I like Scott Barlow. I could use Scott Barlow maybe as my seventh inning guy. I like Ryan Yarbrough. I could use him as a multi-inning left-handed reliever, maybe a guy that we use with an opener. I don't know. One of those two, Barlow and Yarbrough, one and two in whatever order. Carlos Hernandez, third. I'll put Edward Olivares, fourth. And... Nikki Lopez, five, just edging out Matt Duffy. Thanks for listening. A few more from the text line, 913-586-7610 from the 620. Uh, Vern, as much as everyone wants Zach to come back, myself included, they need to move away from him. I think they will. I don't see any reason to bring Granky back. I don't see any reason why he would want to come back. The performance just hasn't been there. Granky hasn't had a start where he's allowed... Less than two runs since May. We're on the doorstep of August. From the 816, Vern, I'm a 60-year-old man. I've been a fan since the inception. After hearing John Sherman this morning with Fesco and Kling, I'm willing to get on board, and I was very happy with his statements. Now it's time to take the lip service and turn it into what our state stands for and show me. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm on board too. Again, to me, the whole John Sherman, the downtown ballpark, it boils down to one simple question. Do you believe that John Sherman and his ownership group have Kansas City's best interest at heart? That's the question. If you answer yes, I don't think that's going to change. If you answer no, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. People are pretty dug in into their beliefs. And that's the only question that 
I can understand being so dug in on. Downtown ballpark, whatever, fine. That can go either way. Most of the questions about John Sherman and this ownership group, I can go either way. Most of the questions about the ballpark, I can go either way on. But there's one question where, okay, I understand why you're so dug in. And it's that question. Do you believe that he and his ownership group have this city's best interest at heart? I'm in, yes, I believe so. So I, I, I can't understand the other side. I'm pretty dug in over here, just looking at his track record, what he's already done in his life and business and as CEO of the Royals. One more from the text line. It's Paul in the Lou. Paul writes, Vern, if they're really serious about acquiring young talent, they must deal Carlos Hernandez. He's been highlighted in many national articles here of late. Probably won't garner a top 100 prospect, but a deal that could benefit Kansas City for years could easily be made if the will is there. Thank you, Vern. Well, Paul, I can tell you this. They're open to it. I can guarantee you that they are open to it. Um, And just because, and, and maybe I've just been doing this for too long, just because websites write about them, Websites got to write about somebody, and they're they're trying to go, let me put it this way, if if you're writing for a website and you need to come up with the the, the top five most unheralded trade targets, you're going to begin with the A's, and then you're going to look at the Royals, you're just going to go to the bottom of the standings and start to find guys that maybe are overlooked, and most people outside of Kansas City don't know about Carlos Hernandez, okay, so that's why he's on a list, because it makes you look smart. It just shows that, hey, this is my job, and I did a little bit of research. It's... But put yourself, again, I, I hate to keep going to this, but put yourself in a general manager's position, not J.J. Piccolo. Again, you got to stop looking at it through the Royals fan-colored glasses. Look at it if you're a Dodgers GM or the Reds GM. Do you want Carlos Hernandez? Of course, yes. Everybody wants Carlos Hernandez. Why wouldn't you want a 26-year-old mountain of a man that throws triple digits, has a four-pitch mix, had all of our hearts a flutter a few years ago when we thought, oh, my God, this guy could be a starting pitcher for the next decade. Yeah, maybe I'm still a little hurt that Carlos Hernandez was never able to tap into that starting pitcher potential. Yeah, maybe I'm still a little hurt. Um, but okay, yeah, so so everyone wants Carlos Hernandez. Do you want him to be your closer? Again, I'm the Reds, I'm the Dodgers. We're trying to win a World Series. Is Carlos Hernandez my closer? No way. Is he my eighth inning guy? Maybe next year, not this year, no. Okay, so he's a seventh inning guy. Strikeout, dominant right-hander that you're going to use in the seventh inning. Someone similar to, I mean, he's not Kelvin Herrera. Herrera had a track record. Carlos Hernandez does not have a track record of high leverage relief pitching, uh, high leverage, and a lot of success. He does not have that track record. I mean, it, 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 
He's 26. I understand that. So, so of course, if I'm J.J. Piccolo, I keep bringing that up, man. You guys still got him for another, what, four years after this? I'm not giving away Carlos Santana and four years of control. This would, that's what I would say if I'm J.J. Piccolo. I'll give it up, but, but you got to pay me for it. You got to give me something of note for it. But if you're that rival GM, are, are you willing to give up something of note for a guy that you're not sure is even your seventh inning guy? I, I think I'd, I, you know what? I'll, I'll take Barlow instead. Barlow's got a track record. I believe Barlow can be my seventh inning guy. I'm not sure about Carlos Hernandez. So, so I'm with you. They, they, they can move him. And all it takes is one, right? All it takes is one pitching coach or general manager to say, man, if he got in our system, if our pitching coaches got a chance to work with him, oh, my, we could turn him back into a starter. We could turn him into our closer. So, And look, I'm sure there's a team out there that believes the Royals are ruining Carlos Hernandez. So, Paul, I'm not saying you're wrong. All it takes is one. But if it's only one, they'll know that. They're not negotiating against anyone. My point is, I don't know if I, if I was JJ, I don't know if I'd be able to pull the trigger just because I don't believe the return is going to be anything of note. And I'm not, I'm not just giving away Carlos Hernandez. Now, maybe that's a mistake. Maybe that sounds very similar to what we said a few years ago about Scott Barlow. And you, you, you'd be right. So that means we just give away Carlos Hernandez? No, no, no. What it means is J.J. and the rest of his staff need to find someone. This is why I would never want this job. Find one of these organizations that you believe is being undervalued in that organization. Right? Dodgers, Reds call for Carlos Hernandez. What do you know? There's this minor league shortstop and a ball in the Dominican summer league that we like with the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. Yeah. You give us that dude. We'll give you Carlos Hernandez. That's how you pull it off. Not easy, but you got to find that diamond in the rough. Your pro scouting, your scouting period needs to flex. If you're going to move a guy like Carlos Hernandez, man, you better be sure that you are getting Fair compensation, if not more, from that other ball club. Appreciate it, Paul. Thanks for listening, man. Appreciate it. Speaking of young pitching, a quick update on uh, one young arm in this Royals organization, 22-year-old right-hander Mason Barnett, a third-round pick last year out of Auburn. He threw five shutout innings tonight, striking out a career-high 10, didn't walk a batter. This is down in high A, Quad Cities. He's now made 15 starts this season. He's got 89 strikeouts and 75 innings. 75 innings, 15 starts. That's five innings per. ERA of 3.24. Again, 89 strikeouts, just 35 walks. That's Mason Barnett. Uh, First year, they drafted him last year in the third round. Nice job by him. A Royals uh, draft pick back in 2019 is Alec Marsh, and he's back on the bump tomorrow going opposite Gavin Williams. Williams was a first-round pick of the Guardians back in 2021. Same draft that the Royals took Frank Mazzucato, top 10. 
Gavin Williams went in the 20s and signed for less than Frank Mazzucato did. We'll get another look at him tomorrow. Gavin Williams and Alec Marsh. It's a pair of rookie right-handers on the hill. The On Deck Show begins at 11 a.m. I'm on the radio at 11 a.m., giving you a chance to win a pair of Royals tickets. Make sure you're listening. Didn't give them away today. I got way too many now. I promise, if you're listening tomorrow at 11 a.m., you're going to win Royals. Well, and you get through and you call up and you want to play the pitch clock, you're going to win the tickets. I promise. Blake Schneiders, thank you very much for the help back at the studio. Kansas City, I appreciate you listening. Royals lose 5-1 in case you forgot. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Take care. You've been listening to Vern's post-game show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seventh strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.